Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're live on the greatest neo-soul show in the world, powered by XTDL.com. It is Wednesday, February 15th, 2012. I'm the one and only Q-Man, and along with T. Mitch, we're going to bring you another fantastic show this evening with another fantastic neo-soul artist. You ready, T. Mitch? I'm ready for tonight's show. I wish I was in better spirits, but I'm still reeling from this weekend and and the news that the world got, but hoping to have a good show. Um, you know, we've, we've been a month in. I kind of feel like we, we're seasoned at this now. Pretty good. <laughs> I know you see, he giggled. Q-Man giggled, y'all, because y'all don't know how hectic it is 10 minutes before we come on air, but we always seem to deliver. Well, you know what it is. I have to have my snacks, which is part of the, the thing. Like, you know, I have to have my Simply Lemonade, raspberry flavored, of course. Usually a box of donuts. And leave me alone. I'm doing the ab roller every day. Like I'm doing what I gotta do. <laughs> like you can't you can't judge me on that. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, man. What do you want? I hear you. We had a real good show though last week, right? Shout out to S N I V. We had a great show last week. Wait, right, we was had a great S-N-I-V? show. S N I V was last week, wasn't it? S N I V was last week. A B girl and stands in her B girl stance. That's a good looking woman. Okay. <laughs> it's the day, it's the day after Valentine's Day. I'm reserving the right not to agree with you wholeheartedly. For all you fellas that are on top of your game the proper way, you know that today you go to Five Target years. and you get all of the Valentine's gifts thirty percent off. And if you're really on top of your game, you know that Friday the Valentine's section will be fifty percent off. You're a heartwell individual. That's how you do it. Horrible. What we got for him tonight, man? <laughs> we have the one and only Neil Soul Sensation Brad Marquise on tonight. You you didn't sound excited, T-Mitch. I'm really excited. Honestly, <laughs> I am excited because you got to be honest. We, 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 we kind of had this babysitter club thing going. It was just female after female. After, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I had my crush and, and Shelly and then... And then Ife and SNIV was cool, but it'd be nice to get another guy. You know, it's the first guy since Darian, the first show, so it'd be nice for us to just hang out and talk with another brother for for a spell. That's right. Now, for all of you and anybody that's living under a rock, you know that we lost uh, Whitney Houston recently. So um, it's a big loss, T. Mitch. I'm still dealing with that. That is that is something. You know, being being residents of New Jersey. I think it's, it's I I know other people feel the loss because they, they love the music and 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 her music kinda of felt like it touched you. But when you're a resident of Nork and East Orange and you lived by Dodge Street or by Tremont and you saw her or you went to New Hope and you know Sissy and you know the family, you do kinda of feel like you lost a family member. So um I know a lot of the residents here um, when we did our show on Monday, is the people are really, really taking it hard, and um, it's just, just really, 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 really tough, man. It is tough, and just so you guys know, we are um, opening the chat room up. Yeah, I'm in there right now. If you guys want to uh, go in the chat room, now just so you know, T. Mitch, because I know how nerve you're, you're a nervous pervis. That's why I don't like telling you stuff. Okay. But, um, Brad Marquise. I don't see him holding in the queue. 
you don't see Brad Marquise holding in the queue. <laughs> don't pee your pants. I know how you get. I really don't like how you are portraying me right now. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean it in a in a baby way. I mean you get very nervous. Brad Marquise likes to make an appearance. That's all that is. Okay, I can I can understand that. And I'm I'm not nervous. <laughs> I just like being on time for everything. I understand. You know, you, you but see, that's when we gonna question your brotherhood. See, the real brothers are never on time. Wow, question my brother, and it's because of you, real brothers, that a guy like me is always expected to be late to interviews and dates, and it's a little nerve wracking when you show up on time, and then she looks at you <laughs> like, oh, you, you one of them. I'm, I'm just saying, I like to be on time. Also, I'm always, you know me, I'm never late. But people question my brotherness, you know? Anyway. What are you going to do? So we got a lot of good positive feedback from last week's show, man. A lot of people really, really enjoyed Esnavi. And a lot of mm. people went to her website. And I just wanted to make sure everybody was aware and remembered that she's performing live at the Brooklyn Academy of Music next Friday. And I'm going to I be went there. to her website. <sighs> whole bunch of times. Text me as soon as we ended the show last night about the series <laughs> that he saw on the website. And I just, I can't with you, man. I really just I can't. had never seen SNV, okay? What do you want me to say? I, I appreciate your honesty. Um, she is a very attractive female. I just think that it would have been better if you saw her while she was on. You'd have been able to express your sentiments to Esnavi the way I expressed mine to Shelly Bouchon. It's probably better that it happened the way it did. <laughs> so are we going on the 24th? Because I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be in the building. Um, I think so. I think we're gonna have to hit Brooklyn Academy of Music. You know what? While I'm thinking of it, and while we are waiting for Brad Marquise. While I'm thinking of it, uh-huh. we still don't have an intro to the show. Now, oh my God. I, I had given my co-host, T. Mitch, the responsibility of coming up with a, a theme song for the show. He was going to farm it out. You know, he's a college student. Q. You know, he was, he was he was handling it. Q, Q, I have to interject because she's listening right now. So okay. if there's anything that you would like to say... To the young lady that is, I've asked to do the intro. She is listening, and she just okay. wanted you to know that she is young and she is ready. Oh, then I'll give her more time. Then. <laughs> <laughs> she actually tweeted that. She like she listened to the show. She heard you say it, and she tweeted it, and has been tweeting it and been singing it all week. <laughs> and she said you know what we're gonna, gonna do, work on this weekend. We're gonna get her on eventually, and we're gonna see. We're gonna make her sing something live. That's what we're gonna do. You know what we ought to do what while we, we continue do? to wait for Brad Marquise. What should we? Why do? don't we just um? Why don't we bring the CEO in when he's not expecting it, and kind of throw him into the mix? Since since we're <clears> improving, <throat> expecting Brad Marquise to be ready. And you know what? I love that because you know what the CEO does. I listened to the last two or three shows. What he do you take, do? He takes notes. Throughout the show, 
So then when he gets on, you never you never notice that when when Uncle Ray gets on, he's like, so I was taking these notes and I heard you say, and Q man, remember I heard when you said, and you be thinking like, right, I said that like twenty five minutes ago. <laughs> Ray is taking notes, so he might he not have enough notes. notes to really say, like really get us like he normally does. You know what? Rich guys take notes, T Mitch. I would like to take notes then. That's that's what it is. Rich guys take notes. And that's what we need to do. Well, I was told by the CEO that he has gotten that Brad Marquise is almost in the building. So Okay. Well we could we could talk him up a little bit so we can make that, that introduction, um that, that, that infamous introduction that Q Man does that much better. Now I didn't say he was in the building. I said he was almost in the building. <laughs> so in the meantime, we're, let's put our CEO on the spot because he, you know, he he's the one who got us waiting. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Man. Let's let's get the CEO in here and see what's going on, man. Brother Ray, do we have you on the line, my friend? You got me. You got me. So, CEO uh, of XPDL dot com, everybody, the one and only Ray Farrell. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. You guys are doing a great job, uh, doing a little ad lib thing there. I I like that, showing some uh, <laughs> thinking and uh, talking on your feet. Some yeah. excellent skills. <laughs> so, um, as I understand it from Mr. Marquis, he's going to be joining us momentarily. But in the meantime, in between time, um, we do appreciate everyone joining us tonight, and we do want you to hold on. Uh, because uh, we we have a lot more in store tonight. Uh, we got obviously Brad, but we have some other things to talk to you about as well. And uh, I do also want to thank everyone for really the, the, the groundswell of support that you've been giving us over the last few weeks. Uh, we had a concept of a show that we thought that was going to be uh, appetizing to folks, and uh, it's obvious that it is, but we, uh, we want to make it better. So we encourage you, everyone to join us on the chat line when we're on. Uh, but we also encourage everyone to check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, hit us up uh, early, often, um, not only when the, the show is on, but when the show goes off um, during the week. Um, also, become members of XTL.com. You can actually become a member and join groups on our site. So we uh, we really encourage all that, and we encourage everyone to uh, to really engage us so that we can better engage you. Sounds good. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, right. Tell us an experience yeah. you have with Whitney Houston, man. Wow. Okay. You know, it's interesting that you asked that because I actually I have one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> back a, a long time ago, I'm, I'm kind of revealing my age on this one, but I actually <laughs> happened to be a, uh, a freshman in college um, in 1985, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miss Whitney Houston had just come out with her first album, Whitney, Whitney Houston, and um, and I'd heard about her. I was like, man, this woman sounds incredible. And then I got a chance to see a picture of her, and I was like, oh my God, this woman is fine. And so, um, and then I heard that she would be singing literally, literally across the street from my dorm room in a place called Woolsey Woolsey Hall in New Haven, Connecticut, and. Um, and so I just knew, even though I had I had yet to go to any concert in life at that at that point, I knew that I'd have to be at that concert. So uh, I scraped up my pennies because I didn't have a lot of money, <laughs> and uh, and I made my way and uh, and heard her sing, and she was incredibly captivating. Um, she had just come out 
mean, uh, she had an incredible image at that point. I mean, really just very innocent, beautiful, mm-hmm. sweet. Uh, not to say that she wasn't ultimately in the end, um, but at that point, you know, that's all we knew of her. And um, it was an amazing experience. Uh, actually, I have one of my um, good friends in college. He was a he ran track with me. He uh, he actually uh, faked as if he was on the, the the school newspaper to get an interview with her. So <laughs> just to be able to get a chance to uh, to meet her in person. So um, you know, and being from Jersey myself as well, obviously there's that connection as well. So uh, our, our hearts are heavy um, as we uh, heard about the news. And understand that um, you know, unfortunately, um, she's no longer uh, with us in person. But her her reputation, her music, her incredible voice, and her presence, and, and the things that her legacy lives on. And so we we look forward to being able to uplift her legacy in the future. Sounds good. I actually met her when I was 16. She had relatives that lived on my block in East Orange and North Maple Avenue. And we all asked her if we could take a picture with us, and she said no. That is my only memory of Whitney Houston. Well, I, but that, that, that's your fault. I mean, you know, what you expect, man? I was 16. That's you. I mean, you, you was kind of big at 16. That's not funny. <laughs> she could have took the picture. <laughs> See, I, I got to teach you all when... You, you, when you're on a team, you got to be on my side, all right? You both were supposed to say, yeah, that's messed up. No, we Instead, wasn't because I have great memories of Miss Houston. <laughs> so why would I why would I piggyback the fact that you didn't well, get a picture? Well, you know what? That was the one time I saw her live, okay? <laughs> she took the picture with me. She was probably busy, man. She was very, very busy. Yeah, she was standing next to the car talking to somebody about barbecuing. Don't, hey, T. Mitch, come on, man. That's Jersey. You know, you got to act like, listen, back when, look, one, I don't really want to show your age and talk about what East Orange was like when you were 16. So I'm just going to say that it was probably the summer. You know how we are with our barbecues and our outings. It was, that was, that's what, what the flavor was at that moment. You can't hold that against her, though. You got to let that go. All right, fine. I, I was a Whitney Houston fan, though. I will say that. But that memory that I have of her is bad, okay? What do you want me to say? I want you to say that in in light of recent events, you will no longer hold on to that memory, and you will choose a different memory to remember her by. What you fail to realize, and what a lot of people. Yeah, Yeah, we hear you. You hear me? Um, I believe that I actually have Mr. Marquis on the line with me. Mr. Marquis, are you here with me? Yes, I am. All oh, right, all right. We we made it happen. We made it happen. There's some technical difficulties going on, but um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, it done. It done. How's everybody doing in there? Brad, what's going on, man? I'm going all right. How you doing? Hey, we hanging in there. Well, we didn't get to introduce Brad Park properly, but that's okay. No, 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 no. Now that Brad is here, now that Brad is here, the show can go on the way it normally. Brad, you're gonna have to hold on a second. Q Man does this very illustrious introduction for all of our guests, and I don't think that's (laughs) fair for you to not get an introduction. I think that everyone should get an introduction. So, without further ado, T Mitch. No, no, no. I don't want to hear this. We discussed this last week. We're not talking about this no more. 
Let's go. Fine. You, you're really pushing it now. Let's go. You want a time crunch. <clears throat> Let's go, sir. <laughs> he is the 2007 Soul Singer of the Year on 106th and Park. His single radio was featured on DJ K. Slay's mixtape Straight Stuntin'. He performed at Showtime at the Apollo. His latest album is entitled Authentic, and he was raised in Trenton, New Jersey. He is the one and only Brad Marquise. <laughs> that Brad, don't you don't don't you just feel a little bit better after an introduction? Yeah, I feel, I feel Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> T Mitch, you're really pushing sometimes, you know that? Listen, man. Everybody needs a good push every once in a while, man. <laughs> Brad, we glad hey, we finally you got you, man. You put a smile on my face. That's good. See, you put a smile on a man's face. All man. right, then all right, then it was worth it then. Brad, we glad we got you, man. We got a lot of questions for you. We we glad we got you on. T Mitch, I'm T Mitch likes to dominate the questions, so I'm I'm gonna let him go ahead. All right. While I'm while I'm sipping on my my raspberry lemonade here, go for it, T Mitch. Well, we, we we gonna get right <laughs> we gonna get right into it. Um, being that you um you spend time in our resident of New Jersey, how has the news of um Whitney Houston's death this past weekend affected you? Oh, uh, man, I was I was tight and hurt. I actually sent out a I did a little uh, I'm gonna call it obituary, but I did a little uh. Little something in my newsletter for her this week, you know, describing her impact on me. Being that, you know, I don't think there's one artist um, who's been more influential in my career, you know, that I haven't met to say. Uh-huh. You know, she, you know, her moments, you know, her moments of being on the Grammys or being, you know, at the, the Super Bowl and, and you know how she just captivates people without having to dance and move around or and use all her tune or things of that nature, man. This is a to have that angelic voice, man, it was just um, growing up, you know, it was just inspiring, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that moment where at that moment where you're at the Grammys and that moment where the you know, the, you get the spotlight hits you and you're sitting there, you know, seems to be classic knowledge and you know, that's the moment that as an artist that I strive for every day. You know, so and she was the reason that I wanted to be in that, that moment. Okay. Growing up in Jersey, quite honestly, my family used to have a group called Family Friends, a gospel choir that actually traveled, you know, along the East Coast and performed at different churches. And I actually got a chance when I was very young to get a new hope, and I met her mother and everything. So, you know, I I felt like I met her, quite honestly. Okay. Hmm. Now, I am a Brad Marquise fan, even or not. And have been for a minute. Now, one of the things you do that I really like, you you have a great sound. It's like a throwback, and it, I think it's fantastic. Now, you. you're performing alongside the Delphonics and the Stylistics next month. What yeah. what exactly does that mean to Brad Marquise? Marquise, silent S. Silent S. Whoops. All good, all good. It happens all the time. At least everybody knows how to spell it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, 
But um, again, another story for the ages because um, yeah, my favorite movie is The Five Heartbeats. So the Delphonic hit the soundtrack. So I'm looking forward mm. to the real you know. Mhm. I'm looking forward to that. That's what, you know. Just, yeah. I'm an old soul, so so getting an opportunity to meet folks who've been doing it that long and get a chance to sit down and pick their brains, I'm absolutely looking forward to that. Definitely. Wow, The Five Heartbeats is one of my favorite movies, though. Right. Mine too. Right. I want to hang with old Eddie Cat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice like this. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> Brad, radio radio has gotten you a, a lot of publicity, a lot of attention in, in a good way. So um, my question is, as a soul singer, do you think it's more important to search for and find that groundbreaking song or to continue to establish your own sound in the genre? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, I think in this day and age, you can be big because as an independent artist, you know, you still have to grow a brand and you still have to grow a name for yourself. Um, I found, I find it, you know, even though radio... Whoa. Uh-oh. I think we lost him. Did we lose Brad yeah. Marquis? We lost Brad Marquis. Holy smoke. Should I continue to answer the question for him? How could you possibly answer the question for him? Well, personally, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> Radio is a great song, and it has opened many doors for me. But I do not want to be known by just one song. I don't want when people think of Brad Marquis, they only think of radio. <laughs> so though I think having a great song is good, I want to continue to develop my sound as well. I think Brad is back, though. Okay, let's so he, see. He could finish taking that himself. Okay, let's see. Brad, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Okay. Okay, we got through our little technical difficulty. Now, we were at the point of asking Brad about radio and the fact that it's gotten so much attention and publicity. Is it more important to Brad as a soul singer to search for that groundbreaking song or establish his own sound? And that's where we were, I think, when we got cut off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, to answer your question, I didn't know radio was going to do anything. I didn't I didn't know radio was going to do what it did. You know, mm-hmm. it was just one of those songs that, you know, people migrated to and, and it just took on a life of its own. So, you know, you just, as an artist, you sometimes don't know what other people like. You know, radio wasn't my, you know, it wasn't a song that I would have picked out. It wasn't the song that I picked out and said, I'm going to leave with this song and I'm going to go with it. You know, but it was a song that when I started performing it and, and people started hearing it, it just... And you gravitated to it and it just took off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I would just say, you know, do what you do and, and let the people choose what they like. And then once, once you find it, you know, then run with that and stick to it. I mean, I was rocking radio for years. You know, still one of the songs, mm-hmm. you know, and some, some of my shows I closed with that song because people know, they remember songs and melodies and things like that before they remember the artists. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was radio, oh, Brad Marquis radio. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> radio Brad Marquis. <Marquee>, so. <laughs> 
Okay, T. Mitch, I know I'm taking your question, but I I, I have no choice here. I can't. Yeah, I know. I figured you would. My two favorite singers in the whole world are Teddy Pendergrass and Marvin Gaye. Yeah. That's all I listen to. If if you pull up my Pandora account, that's all you're gonna hear is Teddy Pendergrass and Marvin Gaye. You are compared to both of those singers, and what I want to know is. How does that influence your work ethic? Mm, well, I, I, I'm a very, very, very huge fan of, of Marvin Gaye. I've done a lot of research on him, and I got all of his albums and listen to him, you know, frequently. Teddy Pendergrass, my mother used to beat him in my head, and she <laughs> finally went and got you know, his music um, maybe a couple of months ago. You know, of course, we all know the big hits that he had, but I actually went back and got a lot of his music and really started to research him as well, you know, because uh, people actually suggested that I, you know, kind of start using him as a muse for my style and, and for the type of way I should present myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, use him and incorporate him, you know, as much as possible into my style. You know, so I'll just do a little research and finding out more and more about him. But um, absolutely love you know love his voice and and what you know what he stood for you know. and and Marvin Gaye as well. Very well put. My all-time favorite is Sam Cooke. Yeah. Oh okay. I feel like I'm old admitting that these are all my favorites, but I I can't help it. Yeah. Show your uh, age if you want. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. Giving history lessons. That's what it is. <laughs> so Brad, the, the last the last question we got for you, Brad, with with authentic available for everybody to to purchase and listen to and download. What's what's up next for Brad Marquis? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's up. Right now, I've been working on my next album. Right now, it has been um, work trying to find that that heavy budget, that big budget, so I can actually go to the next level with this. You know, it's all cool doing it independent. Like in order to be the level that I want to be on, you know, you need you need good you know budget behind you to push you out there and to capitalize on the great music. You know, it's only so far that you know I believe I can take myself. So now it's kind of it's time to get the big wheel or at least the big money wheel behind me to go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in that, you know, as I'm still promoting authentic and still doing shows and and so forth, I'm working on that next big project of those songs that you know are just gonna. You know, Barry Bonds' whole situation, so to speak. Okay. Huh? We actually had a question in the chat room from a young lady in the chat room. For you. And she asked if there is a neo-soul music category at the Grammys, and is that a goal of yours? Interesting question, to an extent. Well, well from my understanding, no, there isn't a neo-soul um, mm-hmm. category. They took it out. They kind of... You know, combined all the categories, so it's just R and D now. So you either fit in or you don't fit in. Right. And but to win a Grammy, yes, that is definitely my goal. One of my goals, you know, to perform on the Grammys, to win a few of them, thirteen actually. But uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) okay. T. Mitch, is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That was that was everything I have for Mr. Marquis. Brad, you've been great, man. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. We appreciate you fighting through these little technical difficulties we having. Man, it is, it is okay, man. In this, in this business, those things happen. That's normal. 
Now, before you go, is there anywhere that people can see you anytime soon? So my next show is um, actually at the Apollo on March okay. 16th in New, in New York. March 16th at the Apollo. Yeah, March 16th, Apollo Theater. I'll be doing about a 45-minute set myself mm-hmm. and Abby Dobson. She's also in the bill with me. Okay. Now, do we have VIP passes or? They only gave me a couple of them, but I'm sure they <laughs> might have a press pass. We can get, get in with the press passes, you know? <laughs> All right, Brad. Hey, man, not do your thing that night, man. We appreciate you calling in and putting up with all of that nonsense tonight, man. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, and great show. Thank Thanks a guys. lot, man. We'll talk to you soon. Brad Marquis, right. everybody. You have a blast. T. Mitch. Yes, sir. T. Mitch, we got 60 seconds left, man. You know Blog Talk does give you a little bit more time after, you know, if we roll Don't past that. 30 minutes. <laughs> It does. Mr. CEO, do you have any parting words on our yes, last sir. seconds? Well, for you, I want you to lay off those donuts. <laughs> and for um, <laughs> T-Mitch, I just yeah. want to say great questions tonight, man. Thank you. You had some real good questions tonight. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate everyone for holding on through our little technical uh, difficulties there. But we made it happen, as we will every week, and uh, we'll, we'll only get better and stronger. And, I'm uh, using so the ab roller. Yeah, right, right. Who we got next week, Ray? Oh, man. Next week we have uh, Terry Tobin. Um, yeah. She's going to be joining us. And so uh, I encourage everyone to, to check Terry Tobin out. She's going to be on our site. Uh, we've got stuff about her on our site. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about where she is in her music and where she's going to be going. Um, and we're going to be having a, a uh, a song of hers up momentarily on the on the music player, so we encourage people to go check that out as well. Sounds good, man. All right. All right. Well, for the CEO Ray Farrell, T. Mitch, yeah, yeah. the co-host, and myself, the Q Man, another great week. Brad Marquis, he hung on. I knew it was Marquis. I don't know why I said Marquis that first time, but anyway. The donut. <laughs> we'll come back next week and do better. Until then. Take care, everybody, and peace out. Good night. Thank you. All right, good night.